0: Welcome to the Transition to Practice podcast series. I'm Justine Zavitz, and today we have Adita Deering. Adita is the senior account manager at RBC in their healthcare group. Hi, Adita. Hi, Justine. Thanks for having me today. Thanks for coming. So, Adita um, has been dealing with healthcare professionals and their banking needs um, for the last eight years. But she's been with RBC Bank for 14 years, so she has some extensive experience in banking and mm-hmm. a lot of experience and expertise with uh, healthcare professional needs in general.
1: Absolutely. I've had the opportunity to see the good and the bad side of banking as uh, individuals go through their student life and residency, fellowship, and then transitioning into practice.
0: So, Adita, you and I cross
1: paths often.
0: We have a lot of joint clientele. We've had a chance to see each other's work. And I get a lot of great feedback on you, and I have a feeling it has to do with um, not just with RBC and and the great products that they have to offer, but also in your approach in general. So we'll cover that off in this uh, brief podcast today. We're going to start with some of the more common questions that we get, or that you get, I should say, um, from graduating residents who are transitioning into practice. And the first of which I think we both hear quite frequently what happens to their student lines of credit um, and bank accounts when they transition into practice.
1: Well, the standard process with financial institutions allows you for a 12-month grace period during which you still have access to the line of credit with interest-only payments. The grace period begins any time after residency or fellowship. Once the grace period is over, your line of credit is then capped and transitions into a repayment loan with no further access to it. This loan is amortized usually over four, or 10 to 15 years, depending on your financial institution, and at prime rate. You may want to check with your bank to see if you can convert the student credit line to a regular professional credit line at prime rate and maintain interest-only payments and full access. It will allow for a lot of cash flow planning in the future. The main goal is typically to pay down your debt as you start practicing, but having the flexibility of accessing your line of credit for taxes or other immediate emergencies um, is very flexible that way too. That's good. I have certainly heard that before,
0: and I do know that um, all banks are different in how they handle these things, so very important when you finish your training to speak to your banker. Um, how about OSAP? Is it worthwhile paying off the OSAP loan with your line of credit,
1: or should you maintain the OSAP loan? Well, the interest on a bank student credit line cannot be claimed for income tax purposes, unlike OSAP. So you make sure you want to speak to your accountant before paying off any OSUP with a bank credit line. There could be advantages and disadvantages based on your individual circumstances. Right. That's what we hear commonly
0: as well uh, from the bankers, the financial advisors, and the accountants. Um, there's, there's a lot of variables that play in. And there are a lot of government granting programs depending on where you're at.
1: Absolutely, you don't, wanna, you don't wanna miss out on any opportunities of money being uh, forgiven, I guess, in, in the OSAP world. A lot of these loans do transfer to Ontario Medical Residency loans, and uh, there are some in- incentives of getting anywhere from five to $8,000 off that uh, OSAP amount.
0: Awesome, so next question. Do I need a separate account or credit card for my business uh, and my personal?
1: I always recommend to keep your personal and business accounts and credit cards separate. Whether you're incorporating right away, as per your accountant's recommendation, or staying as a sole proprietor, get in the habit of keeping a good record of your income and expenses related to your practice. This will be very important at tax time. A business account and credit card will provide you the ability to keep all your professional income and expenses separate from your personal expenses. It will make the accountants a lot happier year end.
0: You know, Adita, I have a husband who's a doctor. As you know... And we have separate accounts and thank goodness for that because the first tax year-end it was very useful to have an account statement that you could just pull off of to get a sense of what the income uh, was and compare the receipts to your expenses and what you're claiming
1: exactly if you don't remember in December what expense or income you had in, in February and whether it was taxed or not your accountant certainly won't remember uh, so make sure you keep a good record get a file folder uh, label it January to December and just keep everything uh, nice and tidy cool so one of the first things that a lot of residents like to do when
0: they graduate knowing that they're going to have a nice income finally after all that hard work is maybe buy a home they know they're gonna be in one specific area
1: they've got a job Um, should they be pre-approved for their mortgage before they start to look Yes, you should. Getting pre-approved for a mortgage is free and puts you uh, under no obligation. Best of all, when you start to look at properties, you'll know exactly how much you can reasonably borrow to buy a home and what, what your mortgage payments will be. Buying a home is one of the biggest expenses that you will have. If you have not purchased one during residency, you certainly will want to do that as you transition into practice. With the pre-approval, you're also able to lock in an interest rate for a specific length of time to protect against an increase in interest rates. If rates go down before that time period elapses, you will automatically get the lower rate for the term you selected. Always keep in mind too, it's not about what you can be pre-approved for, it's what you can comfortably afford on a monthly basis. Everybody's lifestyle is different. you enjoy travel or the finer things in life having a large mortgage payment will affect a lot of those things so don't be house poor and make a reasonable decision as to what you're comfortable um, in affording on a monthly basis that's a great point we always
0: refer to it as the new level of poor As you get out and you start working, uh, you think, my goodness, what am I going to do with all of that money? But you quickly learn how to spend it, don't you?
1: Yeah, you do. And there's that wonderful thing called tax that uh, you will have to pay at the end as well.
0: You're right, we'll get into more on that topic when we talk to our accountant. Now, Adita, the last point that I wanted to talk to you about was more of your approach on things. When you sit down with clients, you don't just focus on what bank accounts they have um, and and what credit cards they have and and tidy that up. You you talked to me about a more holistic approach. Can you um, just go into further detail on that and what that looks like?
1: Absolutely. Uh, When I meet with clients, it's all about discussing, you know, what's important to them today and then in the future as well. Bringing in your team of advisors is very important, and having uh, regular conversations. I mean, Justine and I uh, speak on a regular basis regarding clients because the insurance needs may change, the banking needs may change, and looking at a holistic picture, ensuring that your accountant's on board uh, provides for that proper planning, uh, tax planning and insurance planning as well to preserve your wealth.
0: Awesome. I know here we call that partners in practice where we partner with our clients and their practices, but we also partner with their other advisors in their practices to make sure that they really are aligned and cohesive. So Adita, do you have any final points to make today?
1: Just make sure you look for the right advisor wherever you end up in Ontario or outside of Ontario. Make sure you look for a professional who deals specifically with healthcare to ensure you're getting the right advice. Uh, every client is different, and you want to make sure that your uh, products and solutions are customized to your financial needs. Thank you so much,
0: Adita. Uh, again, that's Adita Deering with RBC. Stay tuned for our next podcast.